0: Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode of Millennial Love.
1: This week's Black Millennial Mogul is Chantel Whitehead. Chantel is a social worker from Atlanta, Georgia, by way of North Carolina. She received her undergraduate degree from Winston-Salem State University and has obtained her master's from the Whitney M. Young School of Social Work at Clark Atlanta University. Chantel has established a nonprofit corporation, Breaking Barriers Youth Services Incorporated, which provides services to the underserved youth population in Georgia, More specifically, the African-American population, as we have the highest numbers of poverty and foster care rates compared to our non-black counterparts within the U.S. In 2016, Chantel and her business partner, Amanda Barkley, launched House of Providence Maternity Home. The services provided to the young ladies at House of Providence will ensure their medical, educational, nutritional, developmental, and psychological needs are met daily. There will also be exposure to self-care, etiquette, fine dining, and healthy lifestyles. Chantel's efforts and passion for social work will make a true difference in the lives of hundreds of underprivileged youth around Georgia and beyond. Thank you, Chantel, for being an inspiration for millennials today and placing a stamp on America.
0: Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Justin with Millennial Love. What's up, Mish? How you doing?
1: I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> I'm happy to be back. I'm
0: happy to be back as well. Um, unfortunately, Cara is absent this week. Um, she had to go nurse her sister back to good health. Her sister had surgery, so she's going to be out this week.
1: Yeah, prayers up.
0: I know. We were, we are praying for a speedy recovery.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> so, and Cara will be back next week, uh, back in action, ready to be on the mic.
0: With her loud mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so Michelle, what's been going on? How was your week?
1: It's been good, just working and uh, getting ready for the spring, like I'm ready to start traveling.
0: Me too. Have you been shopping? Uh, yeah. Of course. That's all I do. You never yeah. stop.
1: I'm on online, actually I'm waiting for It's funny you say that because I'm waiting for a package that should have been here. But it's not. Like four days ago, but FedEx is like behind or something because of some BS they got going on. <laughs> and I ain't got my package yet. So yeah.
0: Well, poor them exactly, well, listen, my week has been going like my week has been going very smoothly. I actually just got back to work. um I visited Napa last weekend,
1: yeah,
0: talk about amazing,
1: I bet
0: like it was on a whole nother level, like I
1: know it was
0: I felt very honored and grateful to be like
1: were y'all like playing cranes in the sky cause I feel like. <laughs>
0: we were One, you know
1: work. that's my favorite song uh buy some lunch two i just feel like it was like the perfect
0: i mean it was amazing like being like out there in the country the vineyards it was like extremely amazing we visited this um vineyard that had an actual castle that was flown in from italy Look, wow here, here it is the castle's. Oh my amazing. gosh,
1: this is amazing. Right. So, so the, they flew the castle exactly. in. Exactly.
0: So the owner, like, pretty much chopped the castle down and flew it to the state. Piece by piece. Piece by piece. It was a $40 million project, which I thought it would have been more than that. But I mean, being in the castle, you really felt as if you were somewhere in Italy.
1: Bruh, listen, <laughs> the sometimes the craziest stuff pops up in my head. So when you said that they flew a castle over here piece <laughs> by piece, I'm just trying to figure out who is the genius that <laughs>
0: right.
1: could not get uh, the, the airplane sl- that Aaliyah was on to exactly. fit all of her luggage. Rest like, we could still have her today.
0: Rest in peace, Aaliyah.
1: Rest in peace. <laughs> if they brought a whole castle from Italy,
0: you know, Aaliyah it's the had, Illuminati. A, right. Aaliyah had the freshest perm.
1: <laughs> in the, the latest swoop ever. Her
0: edges never wept ever they late they were late
1: (laughs) absolutely late (laughs) like
0: no rest in peace
1: Aaliyah
0: bro rest in peace
1: I miss music like that I really
0: do miss music we we it it, listen we need that music to come back we do I mean Napa was amazing friends were great uh hopefully we can post some of my pictures on our um millennial love instagram page but if not you can go check out my pictures at justin bobby Four, and you can see those great moments that i experienced but it was awesome i loved yeah,
1: it i bet i'm I gonna have to go we're not gonna talk about why i wasn't there
0: yeah because you were supposed to be there shout out
1: to virgin america <laughs> counseling flights Fuck yeah. no, <laughs> anyways um yeah Oh, know she is knows crazy is <laughs>
0: Solange, bro If you don't know How many times We done plugged your album
1: No, but for real She won a Grammy For that song So Right,
0: okay So It was
1: on point Like I was right In saying that That's all I knew
0: now I'm gonna have to get you like on to her like some older music, music, which I think you probably can't appreciate. She does have this like awkwardness about her that I particularly love, right? But you know it's cool. We'll see.
1: I know you showed me a video of her back in the day that was real cute. I don't remember the song, but she was like in different colors and like walking down the street. It kind of explains her quirkiness. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it definitely explains it. So yeah, I like I like her. I just don't know any of the back. <laughs> story behind her music. I know she was a DJ.
0: Yeah, I guess. Speaking was of she?
1: DJs, Erica badu's concert is gonna be super, super dope. When is it? Um one of these Sundays coming up. It's like her birthday oh, bash.
0: Oh, it's like coming up like yes, in a few weeks.
1: Exactly. Oh, we're gonna have to go. Yeah, we're gonna have to go. She's so super dope.
0: I absolutely love Erica Badu and all her awesomeness. Yes. And Even she's though though weird in her own $3 way too. $3 too. And like six <laughs> <laughs> my bad upgraded.
1: girl. My bad. Yeah, no, she is weird Dallas. in her own way too. Like she has like her own style. Yeah, and she owns it.
0: She does.
1: She's also a doula. What is that? Um, so someone that helps you birth your baby. What? Like naturally. Not a house. Uh, not a housewife. Not a midwife because now midwives have to take courses and like become uh-huh. certified but she's a doula so she just comes in and helps you relax Stop and like yeah like doing water births and stuff like that like you know marion and his baby mama had a water birth they would have had like erica badu sitting in there as their doula to help her be calm and have some. i wonder how serenity. much she charged
0: you think she charged as a, like as a normal appearance like as if she was erica badu the the musician
1: i would hope not but Lord, if you ever bless me to have babies, I hope you bless me with a man that can afford Erica Badu to be my doula. (laughs) Like, she's dope.
0: I'm pretty sure her prices are reasonable. Shout out to Erica Badu. Make sure you are, what, you're not having a natural birth though, right?
1: I would like to. Stop. My mama said she pushed out her kids with no man.
0: Stop.
1: They used to do it all the time, like a whole
0: baby show.
1: Let me tell you though, it's these new age
0: people. Stop, no.
1: Us millennials, we can't handle it. <laughs> but our mamas was out there popping babies out with no meds.
0: Speaking of millennials, <laughs> so I have a question. I know Valentine's Day was just a few weeks or a few days ago. What are some like back in the day, whenever you were like in middle school, high school, what were some songs that you used to crush over your crush and think about? Because y'all, y'all couldn't really talk. Well, y'all probably could have talked on the phone, but y'all couldn't really go on dates. And well, you know, those together.
1: was the times where like we had internet. It was dial up internet, right? AOL. Yes. So we was either on AOL chat or my mom let me have... The line that the internet was hooked up to is my phone line. Okay, so that's like cool. when nobody in the house is on the internet, I can get on the Your phone. And it right. was like my line. Like right. y'all call my number. Right. But yeah, <laughs> um, it would definitely. We mentioned Aaliyah earlier. It would definitely be like Aaliyah. Yeah, love,
0: love is, is a, a one, one in a million. Hey, yeah. yeah. That's she a good had, one. That's a good one. That's
1: a good one. She definitely was somebody I was in my room listening to. And but the thing about it is. What did we really know about these songs?
0: Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Because listen, as yet used to be my song. What's Last on? night, yeah. I was inside of you. Love.
1: Last night.
0: Oh. I literally envisioned <laughs> This dude like Going to the moon Grabbing the moon And bringing it down to Correct Earth. Like in my mind It was dark sex. outside right. The
1: stars was out And that's what he was talking about
0: I was not thinking about sex At
1: all Knew nothing about it At all That's just like Meeting in my bedroom Bro Why was I listening to that In middle school
0: So girl Please don't be late A-A-A-A-E-E <laughs>
1: Like, do you bring a pen and a paper to this meeting? Like, <laughs> right. what
0: meeting? What are we doing? I thought it was like a. I was envisioning like a conference room. Correct. What with about? a briefcase. I was not envisioning. That, that's crazy though. But
1: those were songs that we were listening to. Brandy right. sitting up in, in my, my
0: room. Hey,
1: that that was probably about you. that was
0: probably the most. That was the one that we were. It was a little. We bit could more relate suitable, to. Relate, yeah, to, yeah.
1: Because she literally was talking about just envisioning herself with somebody. But Candy Rain was a
0: good one by Soul For real. My
1: love. Yeah. Do you ever dream? Stop.
0: Where where are they? Oh they had the most hugest nostrils.
1: <laughs> were they brothers? I think they were. Or cousins or something. See, they were Be- related.
0: That's Beyonce type of niggas, you see? Correct. She liked them. She like she liked a oh. man with them Jackson 5 nostrils.
1: Correct. Cause even that man in that picture there resurfaces. <laughs> He had a big nostril too. Big nostrils. Awesome. Rest in peace,
0: <laughs> wherever he is.
1: Wherever uh, they are, because we ain't seen them in years.
0: True. That's but just. I like think they were only one one hit wonder, right?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think I, I had remember. a tape. Like I had that song on a tape, like cassette.
0: Yeah, I I used to love that video. Their dances were dope. They like, were the little rock they would do with their shoulders. Yes. It was amazing, but then when you go back and look at it, you see this like twelve year old kid, and then the rest of the group is like forty.
1: Exactly, that was, <laughs> was his. He was Michael Jackson, and then was his brothers. But then, I mean, one hit wonders. That's like smack a splack of.
0: Everyone needs, needs a on one splack a smack of belly. The one she can call when I'm at doing hand hand hand.
1: her right. Stop. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't know It
0: was dope It was dramatic It was very black
1: It was very
0: <laughs> <laughs> It was very black It was very black <laughs>
1: Like somebody that's just gonna come in Give it at work Only because a man <laughs> not doing right Like no just That's the not right
0: of the hood But
1: where are they? Like who was Who what, was that?
0: What, what Did he buy a house? Was he Was he able to make enough To buy a home with that album? Yeah. I mean with that CD?
1: Oh Probably But you know When these people get that money Right That be it Like genuine Where's he Listen On Instagram Going off on people That's <laughs> talking about his daughter Cause his daughter is real cute And he be going off on people Talking about how cute she is Like Bargain Arguing with them What did you think You had a baby with a What's her name
0: Soleil. Soleil. Oh, you yeah. didn't think that's your like, kids
1: was going to be cute?
0: Nigga, that's like good looks on type of, exactly. of good looks on And I think they both were tall. Like, you know. So exactly. I'm going to have to find a picture of this little girl.
1: She's cute. But I used to listen to Genuine too. So anxious. We used to be on the bus singing that song. So anxious. Listen. Meet me 1130. Hey. 11 when you're talking dirty. Yeah. I, I know that bus driver was like, I can't wait to get these kids <laughs> out this bus. <laughs>
0: But all the girls loved genuine. All he of was, them, loved he was genuine. everything. Genuine. Aaliyah was amazing. She was. I'm sorry, like Aaliyah had all the dudes, uh, even probably some of the girls too, because right. everybody <laughs> wanted to be Aaliyah with that swoop. With I that didn't know swoop. How many girls? Baggy
1: clothes, had baggy the pants, suit, the swoop. with a uh, sports bra. Like that see, was her style.
0: Malia kind of M- Malia. I mean, what's her name? <laughs> Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Right. Aaliyah possessed some like characteristics of a millennial yeah just the way she went she fought against the the norm the norm the norm at at that time which was pretty dope
1: and she was giving us all the hits with her what it was like her g1
0: and missy yeah okay so you okay this is another question i have to ask for you everybody wanted to be a part of like a um I guess a little musical clan. Right. I always wanted to be a part of like Missy Elliott, Genuine, Timberland. It was always them.
1: Mine was TLC. For real? Yes. Okay. TLC I love TLC. TLC was dope. That album, Crazy Sexy Cool. Yes. That was my album. And I think I was in elementary school when that album came out, but I loved it. TLC I was wanted to be in a amazing. group.
0: And they look like they have fun, which is why I like Aaliyah and Genuine and them because exactly. they were that- dope. They yeah. were just dope Beyond their time Like it's ridiculous They were Because yeah. we
1: need that music now Why, why can't
0: they just produce? What is it like Why don't we have That quality of music now
1: I don't know do you, I think that Do you
0: think it's like Music executives That's just like Stopping Like they just want A certain sound Cause I mean They all say This is what the people want This is what the people want But I'm like We're gonna want What you put out If that makes sense Exactly you know? Exactly So
1: I think it has something To do with the music execs But I think it's also, like the consumers stop buying music. True. And the problem with you know like R and B is that African Americans were their their prime you know right. um, customers. Mm-hmm. So if we're not buying music, then how do they continue to put out music? They, they can't afford to put out music.
0: Right. So no. That makes sense.
1: Pop. I'm- they're going to stream music, but it's a whole bunch of them that are still going to go to the stores and buy the albums. Their parents going to buy the little tickets for them to go to the concerts. Right, and all right, of that right. that don't happen with R&B artists.
0: I guess R&B changed. Like I guess rap slightly stayed the same. I know, you know, they You yeah. I know, you, you know know have me. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know you do, <laughs> but I guess I prefer more modern rap than older rap and I know I'm gonna get ridiculed for this ridic ridiculed yeah for this but you know the only person back in the day that I really just absolutely love was Jay-Z <laughs> and Tupac
1: okay I thought you were just gonna say just Jay-Z and I was about to be like Brenda's had a baby dear mama like what about Tupac <laughs> right. okay so you added him
0: yeah yeah I, I did but I was more so of an r b person like I love r like just my family Whenever my mom would cook, music was playing in the background. It was R and B, so I just had a passion. I had, I always had a deep passion for R and B. Right, um, but rap, like I don't know, it's just R and B just went away. It's like rap took over in place, or hip hop and R and B took over. They started over just to R&B. fuse.
1: I know everybody watched that. Um, what's some people name? New Edition. Uh, the biopic. Biopic, okay. yeah. When right. uh, BBD said they wanted to, their music was mental. You remember he was trying to explain like it watch was mental. I did not It's not watch like it. mental because it's hip hop and <laughs> all of this with R&B. Like when they started to fuse R&B and hip hop.
0: That's when it.
1: That's when R&B started to lose.
0: The soul? Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It just went away. It went away. Bring it back.
1: We need you, it. I mean. We, Chris Brown like has the potential, but that baby needs help. Um, yeah, he's Trey done. Song's music. No, sometimes songs is, he hits, sometimes it doesn't. I
0: can't see it for him. Yeah, I mean, R.
1: Kelly was like his inspiration, I guess. Hmm, like if you listen to some of Trey Song's music, you can kind of hear a vibe from R. Kelly, right? Right, right. But he just is not that artist, yeah, yeah.
0: So. I guess guys don't have that passion and love. To be able to sing, I, I, the girls have oh, it. There's so true. many. There's so many female R&B artists, um, mainstream and you know underground artists that are very successful. But right, what, we're man. getting
1: a little of it back. Like Janaiko, yeah, i however you say yeah, her name. She's, um, she's kind of giving cool. us a little bit. Who's that?
0: SZA. I believe she's a, um R&B artist. Yeah, But like, I don't know. It's just more, I don't know. It's just more females. But it's like, you remember the powerhouses, like when men would sing R&B songs, yes. like Shy, Jodeci, Drew Hill. It's like, I know there are guys Johnny singing Hill. somewhere. Yeah, there have to be. There's just no lane for them Boys now. to men. Boys to men. I miss it. Yeah, we miss it.
1: But maybe we can find an artist and develop them
0: or we can just be that artist that we're speaking about.
1: Ooh, yeah. (laughs) Our next black millennial mogul is 28-year-old Taylor Toynes. Taylor is a native of Dallas, Texas, specifically the neighborhood of Oak Cliff. Taylor was working as a victim's advocate in the family violence division when he read a statistic from the Children's Defense Funds Cradle to Prison Pipeline campaign that promoted him to change his career path. After hearing how few of Oak Cliff's residents were prepared for college and how many were incarcerated, he decided to focus on education and being the change he wanted to see. He went on to earn a master's degree in education from Southern Methodist University. After working with students, Taylor was able to see firsthand the challenges they faced. In August, 2015, Taylor was able to rally an army of volunteers several generous corporations, and nonprofit organizations to host a Fort Oak Cliff Back to School Festival. The festival was attended by thousands and 3,000 children received backpacks and supplies. The Fort Oak Cliff Back to School Festival is an annual event now and has a mission to build lasting strategies to improve early childhood outcomes in Dallas's South Oak Cliff community through neighborhood and family engagement. Thank you, Taylor, for being an inspiration to millennials today and placing a stamp on America.
0: All right, so I know last week we did discuss um, like something about I think reference uh, referring to millennials and them seeking employment.
1: Right.
0: So today I was reading this going article. Going there, looking a mess. Yeah, just going, looking a mess, stinking, <clears throat> probably didn't even brush their teeth, like just a, a complete <laughs> mess. Which was actually a disgusting episode, but yeah, we it was even, funny.
1: Listen, it was funny to me. I've had so, so many people hit me up, <laughs> dying, laughing. But we're not even gonna talk about that anymore.
0: <laughs> right. Trash. No, so listen, um, I was reading this article and it was basically just speaking on like um, some of the most flawed uh, millennial stereotypes Mm. in the work field, like how, you know, other generations view us in Mm. the work field. And it was it was like, I don't know, it was it was shocking because it was very negative. Um, But I guess from what I read, I guess I can see how some people may think that um, I'm may look at, I guess, my work ethic from a negative perspective. Not mm-hmm. necessarily, I mean, I don't feel that way, but I guess we should just dig right into it, right? Yeah. All right. Because they're so,
1: generalizing
0: this. Yeah, they're generalizing, not necessarily understanding where we come from, which I just seen gray areas where they just, you know, whatever. But anyways, so the first one is said that we are entitled slackers.
1: Entitled slackers.
0: Yeah. Wow. Entitled slackers.
1: So, what does that mean?
0: So, it's basically saying that we are trying, we are, we're trying to be deserving of something that is undeserved.
1: Like promotions, but we don't do the work for the promotions? I guess. Okay. So, I
0: I mean, they didn't really go into detail. So, I mean, whenever I looked at it, I'm like, okay, well, you may think that I'm a slacker, but what if I'm really just working smart? Right. You feel me? hmm Like, obviously, we, we utilize our resources where other generations may not, they are capable of doing it. They just choosing not to do it.
1: Absolutely. You feel me? Yeah.
0: But I don't know. I could be looking at it differently.
1: So when I first hear that, I guess I'm thinking that, you know, they're saying like we want things that we're not necessarily deserving of. But I mean, when I first got out of college, I felt like I was set up. For failure (laughs) in the beginning
0: We were set up
1: Because You get out And then you look for a job And it says they want Five years experience Bro I was just in school How I'm gonna get experience If nobody is going to hire me Right So then when you get the job Like you're literally there To gain experience Like this might not be Where I wanna be forever But I'm here to get the experience Because y'all said I needed five years So I look at it from that point Like I think that Whoever is writing these articles or talking about millennials in that way should kind of look at it from our point of view or look at it like in the workforce, period. Like jobs want so much out of their employees, but don't give us a lot either. True. And then when you say I'm a slacker, I agree with you. Like we know how to work smart and not hard. (laughs) So it might take you. You know, three days to get something done, which I know it, it's only going to take me a day. So okay, I'm going to come right. here for two days and I'm right. going to kick it.
0: Because we have the Internet. I mean, we have computers right. that pretty much like do things, do for everything us. for us. Right. Correct. And the
1: things that the, those that don't use the computers or utilize it the way it can be utilized is because they're still thinking about that, you know, ancient way of doing things. Right. So you're working hard while I'm working smart.
0: Which notes so, itself for me, like, I, like I don't care how many different apps, social apps, come about. I'm still going to attempt to try to get on or like figure it out, see what's going on because I don't ever want to miss that um, tech techno, technological wave,
1: right? Like exactly. most people
0: do. I mean,
1: and you'll be left behind, and
0: I'll be left behind, and which I'm sure is a, like a horrible feeling, but at the same time, like entitlement slacker, uh, I I can see it, but. I don't see it.
1: I don't... I see it from both ways. I just think that, you know, they need to look at it from both ways.
0: Right. right. Y'all
1: are expecting a lot of employees that... (laughs) You want me to be here forty hours a week. Like who came up? who came up with that first? And then
0: when you really break your like when you really break down, which I haven't, you know, my jobs have been very I've been very blessed in, you know in in my my career to um, right. not, i guess hold a rocket science scientist job. Right. so I can actually, you know, it doesn't really take that much for me to go to work. Correct. So what I'm saying is like when you really break down the amount of time that you actually work, it's like not that much. And it shouldn't be that hard.
1: It should not be that hard. And it should
0: not take that much time.
1: So don't get mad at me because I know how to work and get it done without stressing myself out
0: and don't get mad at me because i actually utilize google
1: exactly
0: it's a search engine like if you type in something it's going to give you an answer right so don't that's how equipped it is
1: exactly i'm not a
0: fucking slacker. (laughs) all right so the next one is um needs constant praise
1: uh (laughs) no
0: affirmation maybe
1: I don't. I need that in love,
0: exactly. But I don't I'm need saying, that at work. at work.
1: I just. I need you to come with them dollars at the end of these two weeks. That's what I need. I need my money.
0: Okay, so I feel that I, I give don't, me my money. I don't think I need constant praise, but I need you to acknowledge my achievement. Do I guess know? because I work in sales, right? Mm-hmm. So like, okay, if you ask me to reach a goal, right? Which reaching that goal would probably be one hundred percent. Right. and I reach above that goal shout out to me I like 165 percent mm-hmm. I know the. I know my coin is coming I know it's going to deposit into my right. account but I need you to shout me out like do you, you know? feel
1: like you need a, the shout out because it's a like show people that I'm here or is it more so of like we appreciate your work Like, it's like, hey, y'all, look what Justin is doing. Like, he's killing it. Or is it like, hey, Justin, this company really appreciates you being here?
0: (laughs) No, I don't care about that. I don't care about the latter. But so I guess this is a little different. I understand. But in sales, like, a lot of salespeople is very egotistical. Like, Mm -hmm. um, whenever you go, um, whenever you apply to sales jobs, they have this thing called a brag book. And you literally have a book bragging on yourself over Basically, um, talking about all of your accomplishments, mm. like just everything, right? right? So, I guess from that standpoint, I guess that's where I, where I need praise because if it's like if I'm doing if I'm doing me and I'm excelling at, then I need everyone to see, right? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just out here being great. You feel me? I feel. you <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus.
1: <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> so I feel like, and other people could be, you know, so much different. Right. However. For me in my field, I don't necessarily need praise. Um, but if I do go above and beyond for some things, because, you know, there are a lot of the times where in my line of work we're doing a lot for these families. Um, I guess it would be nice to get a thank you from my superior just to say, like, hey, Michelle, I saw right. what you did. That was awesome. Right. That you went outside of what you had to do to help somebody out correct but if i don't get it i don't think that it stresses me that that you know because as long as like i said that money come through (laughs)
0: that's what
1: matters
0: (laughs) right but i guess um i you know i have managed people before and i i i did um, experience that when I did give um, minor praises mm-hmm. um, it helps build the culture of your team you know what I'm saying Like right. it, it helps affirm that person like hey good job <laughs> continue doing what you're doing you know right. what I'm saying I think it helps out so I personally don't feel like there's anything wrong with giving constant praises because this is what I it, I, I can see the good and bad and it is what I'm saying but I can see how this can literally help and an uh, and an, an employee,
1: yeah, I, I think can see.
0: You, it, you know, it can be, they can benefit from it, right? So, why so not to do call it a flaw, yeah, is, it's kind of like you know, you're crazy. not
1: wanting to recognize your employees, right, right, right. That's where a lot of companies go wrong. All
0: right, so this next one says, which I think we all fall short on this one, rarely looks up from the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, I be posting all day
1: Yeah, okay So that one, they win
0: Yeah Because you can walk
1: in a room full of millennials And everybody's phone is going to be in their hand at some point Right On Instagram Like literally Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, (laughs) Snapchat Boys be at work (laughs) I have a lot of friends that are teachers And they literally be at work snapping While they're teaching (laughs) What are the children learning? No, but for Trash. real, um, that's what we do.
0: Wow, I do it too. Like no lie, I'm still. No, I see on you that. going
1: in them doctors' offices. You
0: bros. snapping, snapping, snapping it your feet. Up. Yes, snapping <laughs> it, in it up. up. Yeah, I mean, I personally do it for myself. Like I don't like. I mean, which is clearly off topic, but um, whenever I post, I literally like post on myself. Like just so I can right. go look back and watch it. But I'm literally on my phone all the time and don't necessarily need it. So I'm trying to break away from it, that but I'm is, so addicted, my nigga.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a true statement.
0: There's so you, you're like that also. Yeah. You'll finish th- type up an email, and you're definitely picking up your phone. I'm
1: now. picking up my phone. And you know, I'm not even on social networks right now. <laughs> I'm on Snap, but I can pick up my phone and just get on solitary. Like, it is not yeah, even that I right. need to be on social networks. It's right. just I'm on my phone. The crazy it's part about there. it is
0: I ne- I, couldn't, I can't I can't think of what I did without my phone in the past.
1: Oh, like me what either. did we do? We I don't actually know. talked, maybe. Play Snake too? You remember that? We did play Snake.
0: <laughs> Snake was the shit.
1: It was, but I don't. I don't remember what I did without my phone. I think one day I went to work and I left my phone. At the house, like mm-hmm. I was going out, and I left. My, I had the work phone, but I didn't have my phone. Okay. okay. I felt lost. I was <laughs> like, Jesus, I need to get back because somebody gonna be calling Somebody's me. Somebody's texting me. Got back to that phone. Dry.
0: Dry. <laughs> dry.
1: Dry. But yeah, I don't know what we do, and that's literally all of us. Like we You're can right. go to yeah. a dinner with friends. And it's probably going to be like half of the friends sitting on the phone right. while we're at dinner.
0: So, so I, they win. Yeah, they win on that one. Yeah, I can definitely put my phone what down if? more. It, and it's, it's really, it's, it's slightly disrespectful. They
1: just mad because they got to magnify a, uh <laughs> <Right>. text
0: message. <laughs> text messages be font 12. <laughs> Correct. Stop it. Trash. I lie. All right. So the next one, it says, doesn't own a collared shirt
1: they They reaching they reaching okay well maybe they are talking about those younger millennials that i was trying to tell you about last week
0: with no shoes with no (laughs) shoes
1: walking around la
0: um
1: that could be who they're talking about they're talking about those that were born in the 90s because we all yeah in our age group are professionals at this point and we have clothes i mean but not to mention the fact that when we were in college like let's be honest we was trying to get in sororities and fraternities yeah, so and they was did. having seminars and yeah. we was dressing up we like learned, we knew yeah, we, in college
0: what to do. But I mean, like, for instance, you know, most people in my field, you know, they have to wear suits. I don't necessarily like wearing suits like a sport, you know, a, a, I guess a whole suit. Blazer and jacket. I, like, and- I barely wear ties, which is, you know, two okay. years, three years ago like they were in full suits but I'm like I work in Texas you know what I'm saying so as long as I look presentable I need to feel comfortable so it may not be the collared shirt so I just scratch college shirt and I put suit and I I can place myself in it. But so we I,
1: don't get as dressed up. As like, dressed we're not up. Exactly. business, we're business casual.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and if you really look at it, you can still do the business in your underwear. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't take all of that. If that makes sense.
1: Trust me, I know I'd be at the house, <laughs> <laughs> right?
0: In her mammy. <laughs>
1: Oh, what else they say? What else they talking All right. about?
0: So it says, um, and also is set to trigger the student loan debt crisis. Cause I ain't paying, sadly. Fuck Listen, up, y'all. Sally is paying the people
1: because when they
0: annoying.
1: Let me tell you. Jesus. Let me give you a story. It's not
0: fair, though, Shell. <clears throat> it is not fair. No one Trust really me. broke it down. I know. They could have at least have. A class our, our senior year, and say you know what mm. school is there, but if you do go, and your oh, parents ain't got that money, school, yeah, right. senior in high school. I'm sorry, and your parents, and your parents don't have that money. Sally is gonna come you. you this money. She will
1: and ruin your life. <laughs>
0: ruin everything.
1: She worse than a baby mama, bro. Um, that's not fair. The
0: government <laughs> owes us. Fuck them. But
1: listen, let me tell you how those people will come get their money. I know somebody that went to school. It was not even like a university. It was like one of those trade schools, like when they become like LVNs or something Uh like that. Went to the school, didn't finish the program, and three years went by, four years went by, didn't pay nothing, was avoiding the people, not answering the phone, whatever, right? Like a lot of people say they do. Uh Uh-huh. Tax season roll around, got a kid, file taxes. They tell you about to get eight G's back.
0: No. You expecting
1: that check to hit your no. account
0: on the 15th? No. 15th roll
1: around and zero.
0: Sally may got that ass. Correct. Oh. but
1: all your cash money. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you was about to ball out.
0: Hold on, though. Done. Have, you, have you ever asked yourself, right? Where did Sally get all of that motherfucking money, money to loan out to everybody? No, where is she like who is it's she? It's a scheme. It's who a scheme, is she? Child, that's in, that's to me that without how I see it, that was invisible money that the government like was trying to give out so people can pay back. "Quote unquote" payback, but that's invisible money. It's
1: not (laughs) existent. But let me tell you,
0: who gonna be paying When your your (laughs) money
1: comes, it it exists (laughs) because they gonna come get it. I
0: don't know, man. I mean, I like I say I don't pay her, but I'm lying. You know, I pay her. Like you know, I have to. I have to defer though. Like until I got on my feet, I literally. I don't know if it's forbearance or okay. deferred. I don't know if it's what it's called. It's forbearance something. Yeah. I mean, I and which is okay. Like, I mean, it's it's kinda hard paying your rent and paying your car note and paying your car insurance and paying for your medical insurance.
1: Listen, when and
0: giving Susie, Joe, and Sharnequa your money. <laughs> and you gotta pay for Navi and And pay your
1: tax. And pay your t- <laughs>
0: You would have thought I would have mentioned the good Lord first, right? No. You see?
1: Cause Sally gonna I mean she just gonna take it. But Trash. That is all these people that want to talk about millennials. Why don't y'all give us the proper introduction to Correct. finances before we get into the trouble that we get into? Correct. Why?
0: I mean, I personally feel like there's always areas of opportunity, right? Right. So I can see the good. And the negative in all of these statements, however, however, I don't necessarily feel that they are flawed. I mean, you know, like it's just bad,
1: so with that, right, you say there's always room for improvement, okay, based on these things that they're calling flaws, okay, where do you feel like you've improved or you are improving or you're working on something? Because they don't highlight the fact that as millennials, we're always looking for ways to improve. So,
0: And that that is so true. I feel like out of any other um, generation, we are always looking for new ways to reinvent ourselves. Absolutely. We are not afraid grow, to learn. grow, exactly, which is really and great. And excel. Really, really great. So based off of what they said, I mean, entitlement slacker, entitled, entitled slacker, uh, I just look at it like don't mistake in my confidence and my ability to uh t- to know that I can get a job done and look at it as me slacking if that makes sense like if I want something I'm gonna go out and get it and I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get it mm-hmm. you know I'm not just gonna sit around and wait for someone to give me the approval right. at a very young age, I realized that n- man cannot tell me no. If I can't get it from you, I'm going to get it from somebody, somebody. else. You know, right. point blank period. So if you're not going to give me that raise, because that's what they're referring to, they, you know, when we come at them about that money, they want to be like, oh, you, you didn't, you ain't been here all this long, right. but you fail to realize if I switch jobs on you, I have a better chance of getting like the money a I'm significant, asking you for, uh, uh, the money I'm asking you for plus more than if I stayed here. Right. So that's working smarter. Okay. <laughs> um needs to uh needs constant praise i mean it is what it is i mean i i once you mature within yourself you don't necessarily need praises from others Mm -hmm. however i can see the benefit from it um rarely looks from the i definitely need to work on that like just putting my phone down i think i would probably get to know myself better (laughs) you know if i didn't have the phone in front of me um you know i dress to impress I'll out streets. <laughs> um and Salome, I'm paying Salome off, so I mean I'm just gonna pray to Jesus on that. Right. I'll have a um what is it called? A testimony in the next two years. Okay. What about you, Show? Like what what are some I mean, what do you think are your areas of opportunity?
1: Um, well, I mean, I definitely think that I'm I'm not a slacker at all whatsoever, but um I just know when I can get a job done. So it would be beneficial for me to start working on things earlier because I can procrastinate and still get it done and and it looked like I worked on it for three weeks. Right, You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But it would be beneficial for me to not procrastinate like that. So I can see it, but I'm not a slacker. Um, And as far as being entitled um, about wanting something, I think that I don't necessarily want to say... I'm entitled or I I want things, but I just learned the art of negotiation. Right. And like even in this job that I have now, I negotiated my salary. You were not going to lowball me. Of course not. Because there are gonna be people that take that, but I'm not that person because I have worked hard to get where I am now. I have gained loans from school. So you're gonna give me what I deserve. Right And it's not entitlement That's just me Having the confidence To say that I am worth this And I'm not gonna take Anything less Right So You know that's In all those other areas That I think the only other thing I need to do Is put my phone down Like (laughs) Right (laughs) I don't need to be on the phone All the time But I still get the job done Like I can be in meetings And it's just like I pick up my phone
0: So maybe Because I get tired
1: Of hearing them talk But
0: Maybe they're secretly Hating on us
1: That Probably is what it is.
0: These niggas hate. No, I'm just. No,
1: I think it low key is hating simply
0: because.
1: (laughs) Simply because we work smarter, not harder. And we can be on our phones and still get the job done. And they don't like that. Like, it bothers them that we're on our phone so much or that they they think it's rude and all those things. Which, you know, you can take that as being rude, but that's not how we're trying to give it off.
0: Most definitely.
1: That's not what we're trying to give to you. So perception is everything. You perceive it as rude. I don't. However, I still came here to do a job. I'm going to get it done and I'm going to do a great job at doing it. Right. So
0: I used to have a boss that always told me, Justin, you need to be more politically savvy.
1: That's wrong with them. That's what's wrong with America now.
0: I mean, and it was because always wanted to it was, do because was politically correct. It was because of this phone issue, but my whole and I guess maybe this is just. You know One generation Meets the other generation mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying And you're You're constantly Thinking in retrospect Whenever you're coming Across these Millennials In air quotes To where you're Comparing yourself To where you were At that particular age right? right So my whole thing is If the job is getting done I don't give a fuck What's really going on I don't care how you Got the job done But as long as it's done I'm okay with that Correct So he used to always be like Justin you being Politically savvy To the point I realized Like okay There is politics within and this was probably like my first quote unquote real job but there is politics within the workforce but I'm like like what
1: that's to please them, though.
0: Exactly. And so I if, feel
1: like my way of pleasing you is getting the job done. Don't worry about be. whatever what if, else I'm doing. Right. As long as I do the job, and that's maybe that is entitlement, not entitled slacker, but, but I'm entitled, entitled in the fact that exactly. I think as long as I do the job and I do it well, why are you worried about every everything else I'm doing? Right. If I don't want to get here till 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> no, going to do no. the job and I'm going to get it done, why I got to be here at 8? Cause you want me to be here
0: at First today? of all, y'all should see me show because her hands is like swinging <laughs> in the air. Like she literally fussing with someone.
1: Cause you want me to be here at eight. But if I can get the job done from 10 to four, why I got to be here at eight bro?
0: <laughs> because other people need to contact your company. And you
1: nah <laughs> bro. That's why I do have no job. where I got to be <laughs> up in here at eight o'clock. It's, just not, it's not gonna work for me.
0: Yeah. It's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of, it's, it's interesting. Um, I think
1: if if America is changing, things are changing, the only thing that does not change is the workforce. We work Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Like, that, those are the hours. Right. If everything else is going to change and evolve, why, why is the workforce not doing that as well? Correct. So, the people that write these stereotypes or these yeah. articles- they're wanting us to conform to things that were happening in the sixties, the seventies, eighties, Bruh, It's twenty seventeen. Get with
0: it. Another thing is we I, we don't look for the approval of others. Like I will literally go. Like I'm not, y'all. I promise y'all. I'm not committed, obligated, contractual, whatever you want to call it. Like I'm not that connected with a company.
1: No, not at all. But, you know, they say that about us, too. Like, we're job hoppers. And then we're not going to get on being black in the workforce.
0: We're not even going to get on being black and that. being a woman.
1: Correct. Come on, bro. We, I mean.
0: They think they're trying to play us, but stop. absolutely. Absolutely. Stop it, stop it, stop it.
1: Whoever's writing these articles.
0: Fuck you. And all we know is cranes in the sky.
1: Cranes in the sky. <laughs> Just. <Adjusted. laughs> I'm not oh, about to play with geez. you. So Justin, we received a letter okay, through email.
0: Oh, we have people emailing us? Yeah. Well, shout out to that, them few people that email us. Yeah.
1: Shit. The rest of y'all need to write us, talk to us, comment on SoundCloud, comment on Instagram, and send us an email Yeah, at please. millenniallove at gmail.com.
0: That's love, L-O-V, three, three. And you can Google how to spell millennial. <laughs>
1: right um but so we received a letter from somebody okay which i thought was so dope it was when i was reading it i was like smiling even though it's not a <laughs> situation to smile about but i was okay. like this is so nice somebody wrote us
0: so is it is it good
1: yeah i want to read it to you okay and to all see right. what you think okay okay so they said yes.
0: all right <laughs> you ready
1: <Yeah. laughs> millie love I am a 30-year-old man currently in a relationship with my partner of three years. We have moved twice and are now living in New York. He has three children that live with their mother, and I have a daughter who lives with her mother as well. I am starting to notice things about him that I don't know whether or not I am willing to work through. Not only have we had to go through infidelity issues on both ends and repair that, we are starting to have serious financial strain. When we made the moves from the different states, I was able to follow where he wanted to go because I didn't necessarily have anything holding me back. Every time I try to leave, holding me back? I back. about that song. During those moves, however, I began to have financial issues. Since we have been together, we have always gone Dutch on everything at his request. Right. Okay i mean who even does that period three
0: years stop
1: but yeah i have not treated our relationship as a 50 50 situation though for example there was a time we wanted to go to a beyonce concert and i and because i love him wanted to see him smile i bought tickets for us i have not received those same efforts however he has treated me well in other ways The issues I'm having now is that I need to get myself together financially. You shouldn't have been buying Beyonce tickets. (laughs) There is debt I need to pay off and would like to be able to save more money. His career has taken off here in New York, and he is able to support both of us for at least three months while I take care of my issues. He is unwilling to take care of at least one bill without splitting it 50-50. That's food and even sonic happy Hour. (laughs)
0: Sonic Happy Sonic Hour. Sonic Happy
1: Hour? Wait, Sonic Happy Hour is already <laughs> half off, bro So just pay for the meal like it was regularly your regularly yours.
0: Wow. Is There's that it? more. Okay, no. okay,
1: okay. Um all I'm asking him to do is help me while I save and become more stable. The biggest hurdle coming our way is that his three kids who are teenagers, are coming to live with us in August. What? I have a feeling that things are going to get even worse. You think? I honestly don't feel it would be fair for me to split bills in half when we are now taking care of more people. Our electricity bill and water alone will probably triple (laughs) in price, and food will definitely be more expensive. I love him and would like for things to work out. I just don't know if this is right anymore. There has been so much happen. Nah. Okay. Nah. There has been so much to happen, and I'm in a place of confusion because he said to me before, "You moved for love. I moved for opportunity." My heart says stay, <laughs> but there is a part of me that it says it's time to let go. Sincerely, thirty and wondering.
0: Wait. Um, okay. So. What do you think? I just wrote down <laughs> cheated, bad finances dutch and then three kids living with us
1: <laughs> are you saying those are the strikes like <laughs> if the third the one strikes. he had already struck out and then you add somebody <laughs> right. coming to live in august
0: no okay so let me make sure i understand this right okay so they've been together for three years right mm-hmm. um they both have kids but and this is two guys right mm-hmm. okay so they both have kids um and they the kids don't live with them right
1: right the kids stay with their moms
0: all right so um in terms of cheating did um he cheat on him or did they both cheat
1: well he said on both ends okay
0: so they both cheated yeah all right um and then he said that they had bad finances or was it was so he, just, he they,
1: is actually going through something financially himself right now. Okay, Not being okay. able to afford things.
0: Okay. And then he said that they went Dutch
1: from the beginning. Oh, inception. So they like day he's one. been
0: like that since day one. Correct. Not okay. A1 though. And then um he mentioned the three kids living like did they discuss that or did he, did he even mention that in the no, uh he didn't, okay, even, he didn't, he didn't mention, mention that. how okay. that so the three kids, they probably could have talked about that before. But I guess it's Well still you would
1: have lot. to talk to me about
0: three. any kid
1: coming <laughs> to live, especially three. <laughs> Golly. My kid don't even live here. That's how I would be feeling like
0: uh, I don't think three years is enough for me to stay. Mm-hmm. Especially if I'm being financially challenged. Um and they did move. Wait, wait, I forgot. He mentioned something about opportunity and something like that. He
1: said that his partner has said to him, you moved for love. I moved for opportunity.
0: Okay. Like, okay, show. would you want your significant other to tell you that? Like, you know that that's what happened. Like, you probably can, you know, you understand that they moved for opportunity, but I would hope that you wouldn't look at it like that. And it would be more so like I move for us. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I gained that opportunity for us. A
1: better life for us. And I
0: felt like he was purposely um, separating the two. Like, I am I mean, that's not, I looked at it like he's saying, that's not my fault. You move.
1: Correct. So for me, words mean things. Correct. And I'm not saying that the cheating I could deal with because. You know, I've not experienced that, so mm-hmm. you don't know what you can go through. However, um, when people talk to me like that, yeah, that really puts, like, a dagger in my heart. You know you what I'm saying? You have to listen. You and have to, you listen, have to listen to what they're saying. Basically, they're saying what you said. Like, I mean, you didn't really have to come. I was coming out here to come up. I was coming out here to get myself together, but you wanted to come wow. in so many words. However, I think um, for me, I don't know if the time would be a factor, like the three years would be okay. a factor. I think for me, it would be how much hurt have I have I endured? Mm-hmm. Um, am I at a point where I cannot hurt anymore? Because love should not hurt. Correct. So if we've gone through things over and over, and I just feel like I cannot do that anymore... It would not be a question of, you know, is his not wanting to help me out financially, um, a reason to stay or a reason to leave. Uh, It would basically be like, I think I've gone through enough and your words have solidified. I think as millennials going through relationships, we have to listen to what people say and pay attention to their actions. Yes. Because that will tell you all, and you will save yourself a lot of hurt and pain if we just pay attention.
0: Dutch though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you didn't
1: get over Dutch from what I said. Three,
0: n- three years of Dutchness. Nah, we gonna split the bill. No, let every I,
1: time, like every time. Bro. So you mean when they go to fast food restaurants? Two
0: separate artists. <laughs>
1: Uh, we got um two separate orders. <laughs> on a forced order, let me get a number. Uh, come on,
0: come on, no! Like I'm sorry, sir. I don't know who you are, but if it was me, I would abort. Because you can do all this by yourself, and if you can't, honestly. A financial situation that is, um, you know, it's very sensitive to all relationships. Right. Um, And I know as millennials, like we do have that... um I guess that individualist I mean that individual mind frame like you need to take care of yourself you need to you know like you need to get things yourself but whenever you are in a relationship and obviously you know they they have kids so I'm assuming that you know they're at a point where you know they're trying to grow with someone or grow together right um and if your significant other cannot um attempt attempt to help you with um you know some of your finances Mm -hmm. then that's something you have to be mindful about for me. I mean, because, you know, we're already splitting everything. And if I'm letting you know that I'm in a financial bind and you cannot at least bail me out by taking care of the electricity bill or cable bill, if I know you can, then we have a problem because I'm supposed to be your partner. I'm supposed to be, you know, the person that you love and you want to like protect from the world and help support all this great stuff. And you can't even do that. So and you don't
1: want to. It's not that you can't.
0: Because it yeah, sounds like yeah, he doesn't you said want to. The
1: guy could afford to help him out for at least three months, but he doesn't want
0: to. I don't think love is that deep.
1: I yeah, I don't think hurt is that deep.
0: Correct. Like don't. Correct. I don't um, want yeah. to keep
1: hurting myself.
0: Correct. So. And I probably need to stop saying that because I'm probably love devaluing love. Yeah. I'm. I, I guess. Because I think I've said that multiple times. <laughs> I'm not trying to devalue love, but what I'm saying is it's just like you can't look. I don't know. I guess when people talk to me, they always say, but I love, but I love him,
1: but I love her, you know. And it's like,
0: but what but look where, what the fuck does love have to no, I'm just, <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Like, I mean, look at all what he has gone through. And if you're in a financial situation, I know whenever I'm in a financial situation, there's always one house that I can go back to. Correct, And that's your mama.
1: Absolutely. And your daddy. Well, I mean, I just kind of look at it like, you know, three more mouths to feed when I'm already splitting (laughs) with you something when I can just go feed myself.
0: And all you need is the dollar menu.
1: That's it.
0: I wonder if this guy is going to expect him to go half with his kids living there also. Now, that would be just crazy too much and I wouldn't even risk staying there to see how that would play out you understand what I'm saying because that like a move like that will literally make you hate a person right and I think this guy should love himself um, a little bit more Mm -hmm. than to endure that level of heartbreak because I mean you're talking about finances you're talking about like I mean infidelity like that's a lot of stuff to endure
1: absolutely we As millennials need to take time to love ourselves more than we love a situation. I think I've said it before, millennials are selfish. But when we get in relationships, a lot of the times we will put the other person before we put ourselves. Correct. So I am in a place where I think I need to put myself first and it would be good for other people to step back and look at how is this benefiting me in any way like i think carl said before she does like pros and cons pros and cons yeah weigh your pros and cons determine whether or not life will be grander if you were or were not with that person and then learn to let go
0: especially if you're being hurt
1: absolutely cuz
0: love is i don't i don't see love as being that whenever i love pain doesn't come along with it correct
1: so definitely weigh your options look at things from the good and the bad and then make a decision for you be selfish in that make a decision for yourself
0: correct and just like oprah said when a person show you who they are believe, believe them. them and thank you so much for listening to this episode of millennial, millennial Love. Love. <laughs>